Hello and welcome to the show. You're listening to the Fake Friendos podcast presented to you by me, Cam Steele, alongside Arjun Kumar. What's the what's the center quote? Uh, oh yeah, gap. yeah. If you no yeah. longer, uh, yeah, if you no yeah. longer make a move or take a position that exists, <laughs> you cannot call yourself a racing driver. <laughs> Danny Fox. So <laughs> bad. Is that is that what you wrote on your script, Cam? Was that what you wrote? Down? <laughs> Literally just says the word hello under it. Open up a word dog and just said hello. Okay, cool. Andrew Bargava. I don't what are you even talking about? I wasn't paying attention. Good I might, and welcome to the Australian GP review. Uh it's Sunday night. Uh, we watched the race. Uh, well, me and Arjun watched the race uh, very late last night together. Arjun, how you feeling at the moment? Are you uh, tired or? Uh, no, I feel good. Are you able to get some good Z's? Yeah, I got some good Z's. Slept in. That's good. Um, cleaned out the garage, so I'm having a good, good day, productive day. Solid. How about you, Drew? How's your Sunday going? Good. Just got back to Chicago, so. I'm going to catch up on all this stuff. I saw some of the highlights, but yeah, wasn't able to watch the race yet. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, we got me, Arjun, and Drew here. We're missing Danny today. He's busy with some, some something. Who knows? Could be anything, honestly. Um, but yeah, I think uh, we might as well just get into the race review. Um, as, oh yeah, so I'll just give you a quick rundown of the show today. We're going to do the race review in kind of like a chronological order, how we did it last time for the Saudi GP. And then uh, we'll go over our picks in the F1 pick segment. And then uh, there'll also be some weekend observations uh, in between those two. But yeah, how about we get into it? Start off with uh, practice. There's a few things that happened in practice. Uh the, uh, did you guys see the the video of uh, Sebi Vet, Sebastian Vettel on uh, the scooter after he crashed? Did, he get, did yeah. he get fined for that? Yeah, my man's got fined five grand for riding that scooter. Bro, why? That what is, a legend! That is such good meme material, and they're really gonna find. I know. Doing that. I've already seen like three. It's iconic. I've already seen like three Uber Eats memes from that. Just <laughs> Uber Eats. Yeah, that's so good. I never. I didn't see that. It's like something about like so his wish his car performed like Uber Eats delivery, and it's just like an Uber Eats ad that somebody made for him. <laughs> that's fantastic. Well, there's that, and then there's also. Did you guys see the um, one of the marshals when he oh, ran out? He ate like, shit. Yeah. Yeah, he ate was running back. And they, they, they held the shot on him the entire time, too. Like, this That's poor so man. so fucking foul, dude. And he was moving. He he was setting, like, record time. It was, it was nuts. And he had the, it, was, it was really funny because, like, the, at least on F1 TV, the uh, commentators were, like, talking over him running out there and everything. Like, legit, like, commentating, uh, like, a race. Oh, one of, <laughs> fucking... one, of the, uh, one of the F1 reporters, too drank a a beer out of a random guy's shoe on tv oh yeah i saw that i think that was ted kravitz yeah after uh after the race random person's shoe but (laughs) yeah random person's shoe i don't know about that 
I'd at least rather be my shoes. own shoes, so I know, you know, like, it's my own shit that I'm drinking from, but... Yeah, who knows how many uh, spiders or whatever bullshit in Australia has been in those shoes, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. And you know that. that Australians, too, like, they probably, like, trying to make room for the spider. They don't even kick them out of their shoe. They're just, like, they just leave them <laughs> motherfuckers in there, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a roast to Australia. Actually, real quick. <laughs> we'll we'll get to some more australia roasting a little bit later but um so that was practice other than those two things pretty standard um and then in qualifying i think there's no big crazy placement or anything i think everyone placed pretty standardly obviously the mclarens did well but and some other teams did it worse but um the main thing that happened in qualifying was the Lance Stroll, uh, Nicholas Latifi crash. Do you guys see that at all? No, I honestly, I'll tell you, I'm going to be useless in this qualifying conversation. You might as well just be talking to yourself because they're not very good <laughs> okay. qualifying. That's okay. They're honestly qualifying. Nothing crazy happened except for that. And uh, I mean, obviously, Charles went like f- almost four tenths faster than Max. Uh, in Q3, which was nuts, but um, but yeah. So basically, what happened was, uh, Lance Stroll, and in the basically on the track, there's Lance Stroll, Nicholas Latifi, and I think Joe Guan Yu was like behind them both, but he really didn't play much of a role in this. And so, what happens is Stroll's coming through, and so Joe and Latifi let him by. And so he goes by, like, like Latifi's way off the track, Joe's way off the track to let him by. But he's not on a fast lap or anything. He's just, like, warming up his tires, I'm assuming, uh, to start a fast lap. And then so uh, so then Latifi lets him by, and then Stroll, like, just, like, stops any sort of speed. He's like, pulls back, and then uh, he's, like, looking in his mirrors, and, like, he literally just passed Latifi. So he knows who's behind him. He's So he slaps, slows down. He doesn't care about warming up his tires or any, anymore or anything like that, I guess. And then he tries to pull over to the side of the track, I guess, to let anyone else by who's going to come. But he's looking in both of his mirrors. And I think this might be where it was partially Latifi's fault. I think Latifi like kind of surprised him by shooting up the inside of uh, the track, like, nor- like not on the racing line. Right. <clears throat> uh, so I think that kind of surprised him where he was. But still, like, you see... In the replay, they played it like a million times. You see Stroll like looking in the mirrors, and he, like clearly sees was looking in the mirror that Latifi comes on that same side, and then but yeah, so Stroll just pulls over to the side of the road in attempts, I guess, to get out of the way of some ghost vehicle, and crashes right into fucking Latifi oh, no. as he's trying to go by. Yeah, and totally totals Latifi's car. His car's done for the session, and uh, yeah, it, it's I mean. My first reaction was like, I mean, of course, I was like, fucking the TV. Are you serious? Like, again, but I think that was, 90, I'd say 90-10 on Lance Stroll, for sure. But, um, yeah, definitely. Oh, shit. Not a, wow. Are you watching it? Fuck, dude. <laughs> it was... I was I was ready for everyone to start piling on Latifi, but all the commentators instantly were like, "Fuck you, Lance Stroll, you dumb fuck!" <laughs> they went in on this man. Yeah, 
two two pay drivers cutting it up, you know, classic. What do you expect? But uh, yeah, that was definitely a weird one. Fuck, dude. Yeah. Well, and so uh, I guess uh, the other kind of uh, practice slash quality <laughs> practice. <laughs> it's uh, that? someone said that if I ever released team radio from the Latifi stroll Q1 incident <laughs> and it's this this it's oh now we're in trouble That's actually fantastic. Fucking there's a there's man. so many like random like F one top there's that the one Twitter account F one like top gear together. Yeah. And it's the funniest fucking thing in the entire world. It's so funny. That's uh, that's pretty good. I, I love that uh my favorite I think F one top gear clip is that I think I, I don't watch Top Gear really, so I don't know the whole thing, but I think the the Stig or whatever is like the driver. Right. He like pulls off his helmet and it's Michael. Yo, yeah, 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 it's really, really cool. Yeah, 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 that's a classic. That's a classic. Um, but yeah, okay, yeah. So I was saying, uh, the other story kind of related to the practice sessions and qualifying was just Aston Martin's weekend overall. Like just, uh, especially Vettel having really unfortunate sessions, which I think led him to have an equally unfortunate race. Yeah. Um, just rough for that team. Um, but moving on, we can – how about we go over everyone's bold predictions? Uh, yep. We'll start We'll start with mine, I guess. Um, actually, we'll start with Danny's because he's not here. He said Lewis would score less than five points, and so he was wrong about that, which I think is – I think – I think we maybe should have been more looking at Danny's bold prediction than Drew's as being – not bold enough because I don't know yeah. that was that was kind of a weak take, but he was wrong anyways. We scored more than that, um, and then mine was I said both Haas drivers would be top ten, and I said Mick would finish above Kevin, which Mick did finish above Kevin, but I think they were at thirteen and fourteenth or something like that. Yeah, which was obviously wrong, but I think I mean Haas just had a rough weekend overall. Like in the practice sessions, mm-hmm. they like. Barely got any laps in, and in qualifying, they were shit. And just the race, pretty uninspiring. I don't know. I'm, I'm a little worried. I, I, I'm all aboard the Haas hype train, and I was at the beginning of the season, but I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried is all about Haas. Um, and then, let's see. Arjun had, Arjun, I think, had the best bull prediction. And what do you mean I think? Spot on. Okay, fine. You had the best mean, bold prediction. You mean, said both McLarens top ten, which, especially after the race one and two, I think is uh was a very bold take for both of them to finish in top ten, especially Rick. Uh, but yeah, how how do you how did you feel about that getting right, Arjun? <clears throat> I felt fantastic. I they even surpassed <laughs> my what I, I my range was they would eat like go between six and nine, but they went five and six, right? Yeah, and yeah. I also said that I also said that Lando would be would go above Danny, which was also true. True. So 
Um, Will Buxton, I'm coming for you. I'm taking that job. <laughs> <laughs> Watch me on the next Drive to Survive. Hey, Your ass is mine, you- bro. <laughs> As long as you understand that if uh, no one passes you and you drive the fastest, then you'll be number one. (laughs) What a dickhead, dude. As long as you understand those fundamentals, I think you got a a pretty good shot at uh, usurping him. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, And then Drew's bull prediction was Lewis Podium, which turned out really close. You almost had it. George ended up getting the podium, but Lewis was in fourth. So I think that was a good shout. Definitely. Um, speaking on the McLarens, I mean, uh, the Mercedes, we, we can bring this up to here. Um, I am extremely scared of the Mercedes now. I feel like they've, I mean, they. I think they've tuned their setup maybe to where, like, they, were, they weren't on the pace this weekend, but they weren't, like, super far off, and yeah. they haven't brought any upgrades yet. So I think their first upgrades are going to be at uh, Imola uh, in two weeks from now. So I am scared of them. I think they're second in the constructors right now. And I don't know, man. I think Red Bull, I mean, Ferrari is good. I think they're obviously going to be in the fight till the end. But I think Red Bull with the DNF misfortunes that they've had so far, I think they might have really screwed themselves out of securing good points while mercedes was you know on the back foot yeah but what what do you think are you are you have the same prediction or you know i i have scary ho- i have hope that this season's gonna be really i think it's gonna be like three teams going for it which would be yeah interesting i've hope that it'll be like that but i don't really know if red, red bull is gonna be able to hang in i mean honestly if they they are they can't fuck up another they like they're they have to go perfect like they have to finish they have to there there can't be any more dnfs the entire season or else it's done like this pretty is like much. the last chance i think pretty much and yeah, even I mean, even at that i think that they have to come out like one two at least like at least like two out of like the next four races or something like that for them to like be in there sort of i think and Ferrari has to like DNF or something has to happen, which I guess they're in a better the team. The three teams are in a closer position now because of Carlos, but I don't really know still. Yeah. Oh man, that was so unfortunate. But uh, sticking on this real quick, um, I was gonna say, oh yeah, I mean we're only three races in, which is crazy to think about that we have a whole twenty races left. That's still so many races, yeah. and so. Obviously, I mean, Ferrari, yeah, Ferrari could run into some DNFs and failures, definitely. And on top of that, I think, uh, I mean, Max is going to win more races this season. And so, like, even if if Red Bull get their reliability sorted out, even if Max, like, if they went 1-2 the rest of the season, like, Max, Max could still catch it. So, like, it's still mm-hmm. totally in his hands uh, yeah. to get the championship. So, definitely everything's still in play. But Drew, Drew, you seem like a little bit of a Mercedes, or at least a Lewis supporter. I mean, are you um, are you excited for that sort of Mercedes return, or like, yeah, I how mean, you feeling about Mercedes? I'm gonna say, I, I mean, Arjun said what you know was right. Like last year was interesting because, like I said, I started watching at the end of last year, and it was just 
it wasn't even really two teams. It was two drivers, right? Just going head to head. But this year it's like, there have been multiple drivers that have a chance at at least podium. I won't say winning maybe, but at least at podium. And that's made it more interesting to just watch. And with Mercedes, I think George Russell, if I saw this correctly, was in, is in second, right? In points right now. Yeah. Which is so, yeah. Which is so crazy to me because I just thought at the beginning when we started, it was going to be Charles and Max. Like that, that was it. And it was just going to go back and forth after the first few races. But yeah, if Hamilton's going to come back in and George Russell's going to hold his own Mercedes, I, I, I'm kind of in it for the underdog fight. And I feel like I feel like he's going to get a lot of support too, Hamilton, from last year, just because there's still a lot of people that think he got screwed out on a technicality. Mm. And so just with yeah. that, I think that's going to make for a really interesting – like he's got a chip on his shoulder. He's got something to prove at this point. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point about George Russell as well, like, it George is like pretty. Cons- I mean, what last race and this race he's beating Lewis. Um, in the first race he didn't he lot he didn't beat him, but it was still close. So, I mean, George is already giving Lewis a good run for his money. So hopefully, yeah. they kind of push each other uh, to be better. They seem like good teammates, anyways. Like they're both pretty professional. So, right. But I think that I think that's a scary. I'm telling you, I, I am scared of Mercedes. I think they're gonna come back this season with. A lot of a lot of speed. When did you say um, that? When did you say their upgrades there? are coming? They should be coming this uh, next race in okay. two weeks from now. Okay. Uh, Imola. That that is which one I, I'm gonna make sure that I have time to watch. Yeah, I I I might be putting some money on Mercedes too. Mm. Not not for a win, I don't think, because I think that track is very uh, like good for Ferrari. It will be really good for Ferrari, and I mean the Ferrari. We can move on to the Ferraris race uh, this weekend, but the pace that Charles had at this track was just absolutely bonkers, man. He was so fucking fast. Like, I guess it makes sense because he was like three tenths ahead of Max um, in qualifying. So if you kind of you know play it out in your head, he has to get a second gap between or before. Um, the first three laps um, after the safety car and stuff like before the DRS opens up. So like in theory, like he should always get ahead, I guess, um, based on qualifying. But I, I just was not expecting him to have that sort of pull away speed. Well, me and Arjun, Arjun, you we were watching yeah. last night. We were <clears throat> Holy just fuck. flabbergasted. No, yeah. I mean, he, that first when, yeah, it was when Carlos went off, right? Mm. Max was yeah, right, beh- Max was right behind him and we were like, okay, this will be fun. Or maybe if it was even the second one when um, it was another yellow flag for something or another. But but yeah. more or less, Charles had – I think it was the second one because the second one, Charles had pulled away and then safety car happened. And I remember you saying like, oh, okay, like we're like – this is going to be interesting again. Like Max is back in it. Green flag, the motherfucker takes off. You Max cannot even touch him. It's ridiculous. Within like probably half a lap, he was like yeah. not even on the same screen as him. Yeah, well, it it's crazy too, especially because like Charles had a really bad restart actually when he, uh, like once the safety car came in, he got a really bad uh, like that final corner. He didn't get a good take yeah. on that, and so Max was like going into that turn one. They're like side by side, right? But yeah. As soon as Charles got that position on Max, he was just 
I think after the first lap, you're right. I think he was like almost eight tenths ahead yeah. already, which is just crazy. Especially since, I mean, this I I said in the preview episode that I thought this track would be more like Bahrain, but I was totally wrong. This was this track was with the changes, it was much more um, Jetta like. Yeah. And so I I was so shocked that the Red Bull didn't have the speed that the Ferrari did. And maybe Charles. I mean, Charles is obviously just a great driver, but still. Um. All right, moving on. How about let's see? We talked about Charles being fast, the max DNF. Um, we talked about the standings implications. Oh, how about we talk about signs a little bit? Yeah. Oh man, I feel so bad for Carlos. He, I think he, he even. I don't said, know. You, I mean, yeah, I don't know. You got to keep your head. Like even yeah. if you, even if you got like a bad start, yeah, fine. But don't don't bomb a chicane and then like. Also, like, yeah, he didn't take that turn well like, at all. He was trying too much, I felt like. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. Even in the interview, he said he, like, got frustrated, I think, with the bad start. He dropped, like, five places, and then he was, you know, pushing the tires before they were ready to be pushed like that because yeah. he opted for the hards to yeah. kind of play uh, the right. alternate strategy because he ended up – because he qualified P9. Um, but, yeah, he just – I think he just pushed too hard and – I mean, he obviously fucked up pretty bad. But um, when it comes to the standings, I mean, like, I don't know if it firmly, like, puts him as second driver on the team. I don't but know, But at dude. this point, I, I just don't yeah. see him catching unless Charles, like, starts having some serious mistakes, like, consistent mistakes. But what do you think, Arjun? Do you think Sainz is destined for second driver at this point? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think, I mean, right now I would say that Ferrari has such a lead that all their, all their effort is kind of go, going to go to maintain the lead. I mean, they're still going to, yeah, I, I don't think that there's really no, for what effort, right? Unless, for what reason, unless like Charles, like he really had some really bad races, there's no reason for them to like continue to see Carlos as um, right. number one, or that they're even being a battle, right? At this point, <clears throat> they have their person who they want to win the championship and they have their person, which would, it would just like, okay, if we go one, two and drivers, then fantastic. Um, but I really don't think that they're going to put too much effort into Carlos going into the rest of the season, just considering how far of a lead Charles has right now. Yeah. Well, I think he's still, it, it's still in his hands. I mean, seeing as we're only on race yeah. three, I mean, we are early in the season. So it's still in Carlos's hands if he can, you know, rip off like a couple wins in the next yeah. couple races somehow. Yeah. Um, hopefully, you know, it's kind of motivates him. Yeah. And, and, ho- and hopefully, the hopefully they maintain like a good, like, because you never want it to be like, um, like it's that situation where like if they pull like one, two and, like they're just like fighting for no reason and you know you never want that either as sure. well um I, so i feel like they i feel like they might not at the at this stage in the championship i don't think they would stop them from fighting yet yeah. but i think we're like i think you're right we're definitely approaching that um on the horizon but yeah. drew drew as a newer f1 fan how do you feel about the whole team orders thing you know like yeah basically how a team will, you know, 
the driver that's leading in the championship though if there's an opportunity to let the championship leading driver pass his teammate they'll tell you know the drivers you know let this guy pass so we have a better chance at the championship you know but i I know some people think it's like really some people get really mad about it but i think some people kind of understand it's just the reality that there's going to be first and second drivers but does that put you off that sort of thing no i i think that i mean it just makes sense in any sort of like team environment because it is it's an individual i think f1's unique in that way because it's an individual sport but also a team sport it could very much just be individual, right? Like each driver could just have their own team and run it. But then you factor in the other things that what probably pisses off fans is they know that the motivation for that probably comes from some kind of sponsorship money or something like that. You know, that I don't think that there's just any, actually, maybe, I don't know, maybe there is a strategic reason that they do that. But I think, at the end of the day, it's just the way it's structured. I don't really think I have an opinion on it, to be honest. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It, it's just, it's just what has to be done at some point. If yeah. uh, there's a clear, clear, uh, one of the two drivers that's leading in the championship. Right. Um. Okay, so we talked about signs. We talked about Mercedes. Oh boy, how we just real quick talk about Haas. Um. Oh man, I feel scared for Haas not in the good way that I feel scared about Mercedes uh coming on the uh on the horizon uh but well I don't know Arjun how do you feel about Haas their weekend um hold on let me look at well yeah I they I think they finished 13th and 14th in the race Magnuson was up there for a little bit, but that's because oh, he yeah. had pitted. Yeah, I remember he was up there at like seven, I think, right for a little bit. Yeah, but he he hadn't pit at that point, yeah. so I don't know. I I'm worried. Worried and what? What are you worried about? I don't really get it. I, I'm just saying I'm worried. I mean, based on the first two races, there's a lot of hype, you know, about right. them being, you know, maybe like a top five team yeah, but i think they let it slip yeah they're kind of falling back to that bottom yeah. half of the pack again yeah that's fair <clears throat> do you think do you think they're on that trajectory to the bottom to the i don't bottom know half, i think, think they can i think they just need i mean they just need a couple good races let me see hold on yeah let me see construct. Well, the top five would be uh red bull ferrari mercedes alpine and mclaren i guess like yeah the top five yeah, I mean they're not too far off of. Yeah, I mean I I think I think they definitely have the opportunity to be like a. Like a mid pack team, coming in here. I I think they could, they could probably like if they really put their heads to. I mean they could probably do better than Alpha by the end of the season. And I think that they could. Do better than Alpine by the end of the season. I don't know. I don't know about McLaren, but they. I mean they just yeah. need to have a couple of good races. I think. I think. Um, these those who just need to finish in points like one race, and I think that'd yeah, be that'd be pretty point. nice. Um, and that'd be that'd look good for them. But I don't really know. I I think it's also just like people have been talking about Australia because uh, it's usually like the first race of the season, you know, yeah, or it has been in the past. And people have, I mean, they were like talking about past results and how Haas usually has a pretty exciting race in Australia. And like you know, as the season has progressed in the past, 
they, you know, kind of fall off or they have some, you know, misguided upgrades that just don't work as they yeah. intended. But we'll see. We'll see about Huss. I'm, I still have some faith. I, they obviously have a fucking insane engine with that Ferrari engine. So there's, there's still some good positives left. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on. We can talk about, I think, maybe the best, maybe driver of the day, Alex Albon. Yeah, dude. What a beast. Oh, man. Yeah, so... I don't know how he got away with... I don't know how he got away... Okay, no, you talk and then I'll say it later. No, I was going to say he, you know, he did the 57-lap stint on the hard, which was... That's baller. And he still had enough of a gap to pit and then still finish in P10, which is super impressive. Yeah. But yeah, how do you how do you think he did? Or yeah, that was that his? was a that was a great race. I mean, from him, twenty. Yeah. I I think he he didn't he didn't get driver of the day. He Charles got driver of the day, right? I think so. Yeah, close second though for Albono. I, I mean, it was fantastic. It, he did like a really really he had a really good race. Yeah, hey, uh, maybe it was the maybe it was the red hair. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying. Yeah. We, we were there first. Yeah. Um, that's fair. And then the the last team I just wanted to talk about was McLaren, which you know I think they're building some good momentum. But yeah, uh, the car the car had um, good pace this race. Yeah, great pace actually. Yeah, they're keeping up. I mean, yeah, it was a good. Um, yeah, maybe I don't know what they figured out, but they look good. They look good. This they were they were right behind the Mercedes cars, yeah. so like you know that's basically just about where they should be. Yeah. Um, I am a bit more worried uh, for their prospects at Imola just because I think that's not a track that suits them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. I think a lot of teams are going to be bringing some bigger upgrades to the race just because it's like the first race that's kind of close to like all their bases in Europe. You know, yeah. the first three races have been the Middle East and then Australia, which no one's going to fly those parts all the way out there. Right. Um, but yeah, so we'll see about McLaren and how they do. Um, okay. So how about we move on to our second time, second voyage of weekend observations. Uh, I wrote these today, so uh, yeah, we'll see how this goes. Arjun, um, you ready? That's yes. all I'll say. <clears throat> And I, I'm not going to, I'll put the dings in later, you know, just cause I think it's easier that way. So I can just focus on getting the words out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> also shout outs, shout outs to the Dan Lebatar show, obviously very directly influenced, uh, this segment, uh, shout out to them, but here we go. All right. Danny is gone this weekend. So replacing him today for weekend observations is Arjun. Much like how Piastri is going to be replacing Latifi at Williams next year. Sorry, that was last weekend. Arjun, you know what the T in Piastri stands for? Fuck, what was it? Uh, Taking someone's place or some shit like that. Oh, that's not bad, not bad. It actually stands for taking Latifi's seat at Williams next year. So well done. Nikki. Moving on, this weekend was another tragic race for Red Bull with Max missing out on, on a solid second place 
points finish. However, as grim as the situation looks at Red Bull, it certainly looks much worse over at Aston Martin. A brutal cycle of crashes and failures highlighted by an oblivious, unskilled outing by Lance Stroll. Aston Martin's weekend finished with them being the only pointless team left. Meanwhile, one man with newly colored hair on a mission to get his team a singular point to put them solidly over Aston Martin with an epic drive, including a hard tire stint of 57 laps and a climb from P20 to P10. Arjun, Alex Albano is back. The Australian Grand Prix had a lot to live up to as the first two races of the season were absolute bangers. Overall, it fell a bit short, even with the new layout changes. Charles Leclerc led the race from the go, and without the assistance of Latifi Crash, Max Verstappen, and the rest of the grid could not challenge. This weekend did, however, press. This weekend did, however, Cam, I just want to say you seem like you're the kind of you remind me of the kid that like people would like when we we're doing popcorn in class like they'd be like do not make him read because because when he reads it's funny as fuck like <laughs> it's you know sometimes i miss the and i just kind of lose the word. but yeah yes okay um charles leclerc led the race from the go and without the assistance of latifi crash max verstappen and the rest of the grid could not challenge this weekend did however provide us with an iconic moment that will live on in formula one history Sebastian Vettel scootering around the track better than Lewis ever could. They should have never fined him for that. It, honestly, if Lewis can scooter up and down the pit lane, you know, what's what's wrong with no. Seb, Seb uh, taking the moped around the Give track? Give them all scooters. That's, Give them all scooters and make them race on that's that. That's a good a point. Lot. What's just MotoGP at this point? You know? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> that's what I'm saying. Um, better than Lewis ever could. Seeing how that was the highlight for the entire Aston Martin team... I give it till Tuesday for the retirement announcement. Speaking of retired drivers, I've got a list of my top five retired drivers right here. Number five, Damon Hill. Number four, Martin Brundle. Number three, Fernando Alonso, the second time he retired. Number two, Daniel Ricciardo. And number one, Seb Vettel. Might have been early on a few of those, but it's good to have the spot ready for them. Yeah. Arjun. Do you know what the S in Sebastian stands for? Scooter. Seriously thinking about retiring by Tuesday. Sorry, Seb. <laughs> Love ya. Hell of a weekend. Speaking of hell, our Bryles. Arjun, those have been your race weekend observations. Ooh. Woo. Woo, 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 woo. That was good. That was good. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's hard to get that the, the turnaround. You know, I, I was... Need some inspiration, uh, but yeah, there's there's a lot of good stuff to talk about. This that was weekend. fantastic. Thank I'm surprised you, you didn't talk about um, Charles's uh, fight for fastest lap with this. Engineer. Oh my god! Yeah, we should mention that 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 radio message is the radio that's like, message that's of like, a champion. Yeah, that's yeah. all I was, was saying. That was beast mode. That was so sick. Yeah, yeah, Drew in the race basically. Charles was in first by at least twenty, more than twenty seconds at this I, point. I saw in the results he won by like twenty, right? I think. Yeah, he he. Okay. It was over twenty seconds by the end, but he was already like twenty seconds ahead, with like maybe ten laps to go. Oh my god! And so Charles, he's 
he's probably set like eight fastest laps in a row at this point. And he comes over the radio and he's like, hey, guys, let's get another fastest lap before we start hitting some traffic here. You know, like lap cars and stuff. Yeah. And the team is basically like, yo, chill the fuck out, man. We do not need any more fastest laps. Just please just finish this race. We do not need any more fastest laps out of you. After he, he literally set like eight in a row before that. and But he, he was like, okay, but... And he was like, okay. Like, he was about to argue. He's about to be like, nah, man. Let me, let me <laughs> yeah. set another fucking. Yeah. He's about to argue. Yeah. Let, me, let me beat my own record again for a ninth and tenth time. Yeah. It was ridiculous. He's he's honestly hilarious. And that's that's iconic, man. That's, that's championship status right there. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Um, okay. So, how about we move on to F1 picks? Oh, Basically, God. we can just kind of review how we did this weekend and the summation of that review is uh shit is basically how we did uh we we're looking uh, good yeah. honestly me and Arjun were pretty hyped especially at the beginning of the race we yeah. Were like, yeah we're feeling good as hell man like alonzo was high up there and you know alban i think we even at the beginning of the race he was looking pretty good and I think we would have been off for some good points, but we had Max, obviously, and that basically and just Red lost Bull. us the entire thing. Dude, I, I had so much, uh, I have so much sympathy for you. I mean, it's definitely not the same, but like I, I felt a fraction of what you felt um, after the Purdue game. We were watching it, and we were so excited for because Max was like winning, and I think I think because we were like on me and Cam were on Riverside when we like we like we didn't like we just like did that to like yeah. watch it together. And I, I think there was, like, a good seven minutes where I, like, got up. I got pissed off. like threw something. And then I just <laughs> didn't show up back to this laptop for, like, ten minutes. And they're like, they're like where'd you go? I was, like, just, like dealing with my emotions for, like, ten minutes. Yeah. It wasn't good. Yeah, we were we were excited about it. but And that was so lame, too. We just started losing pace. And we're like, whoa, no, 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 no. It was so yeah. stupid. Yeah, even if he ended up second, I think we would have been – we, I don't know. It would have been tough because I think anyone who picked Charles, especially as a bonus driver, basically like guaranteed a win. Yeah, it doesn't like, straight matter. up. It doesn't matter like how well you picked the team. Uh, yeah, because wasn't there that. wasn't there points for fastest lap too? Yeah, fastest lap and laps led, which he literally led the entire race. So like, yeah, Charles was... earned so many points. Uh, yeah, then we I, I had one more. We switched from uh, our team from Red Bull or from Ferrari to Red Bull, right, to save four hundred. Man, I said Ferrari. Said I know. Ferrari. I mean, um, to be honest, that wasn't like that big a deal because what place think, did we come in? Yeah, it doesn't matter because it would have been yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. And yeah, it, it's just the difference between Perez and yeah, they won two anyways. And Charles. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? What place did we come in out of that entire pool? Um, I think we were like in the three hundreds. Hold on, let me see. Out of how many? Out of like three hundred eighty something. Fuck. <laughs> I think I think everyone just had Charles then I guess. Yeah, hold on, let me see. I'm on such uh, a fucking cold streak with when it comes to <clears throat> hitting these bets right now, man. First <laughs> yeah, the we Masters, were... now the fucking Oh god. I hit one out of four bets on F one this weekend. Not kind of I, I also put money on Alonzo to get top six, which was looking like a fucking guarantee, like up until I don't know what the hell happened to Alonzo. He like I think he had to pit one more time than he thought he would have to, and he ended up like in 14th or something, like at the back of the pack. I was like, "What the hell, man!" But he was in like fifth and sixth for like most of the race. 
Uh, but yeah, we ended uh, 328th out of 392. <laughs> right. So yeah. wait, can you can you look at the people's teams? Yeah, yeah. Go, um, go to what was uh, what was first place? Yeah, the, I, I looked at this earlier. The first place is nuts. Um, first place. I mean, they basically they had Charles as the bonus driver, okay, which got them 59 points. Our bonus driver was Max Verstappen. He got us minus seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The and so, is okay, so they had. Points, man. I I think because he lost so many positions because he DNF. Oh, um, but so yeah, so Charles got them fifty nine points. They had Sergio Perez, which got them twenty four. They had Lando, which got them sixteen. They had Georgie Russ, which I think also won a, a lot of people. Yeah. Um, a lot of money got them twenty three points, and they had Albano just like us. Which Fuck! Got them so we 12. could have like actually done all right. We could have. How did they? The how did they afford that? What was their team? I, it's because they had McLaren as their constructor. I think. Oh, okay. Which actually ended up scoring way more points than our Red Bull, anyways. <laughs> which is it. so tragic. I know. Yeah, I, picking Red Bull's constructor might have been a little risky by us in hindsight seeing how, how much had money so many... we spent on that yeah yeah that was seeing expensive had... right i mean like what was mclaren compared to that probably half the price yeah i don't think i can see oh wait they were oh yeah mclaren was 6400 oh my god and red bull was 11 11,000 yeah so yeah. Like damn near half the price yeah we got we, we got screwed we with that afforded better other drivers Maybe not fucking play. All right, so our goal for the next time is to place in the top 100 at minimum. Bro, yeah. did, did I remember paying attention to this, and I think I freaked out, but Cam, look at this. This is lap 51 out of 58 for Checo. Oh, yeah. He, he, like, went went comp- at- he went completely off. Yeah, he went off at the end. Well, that's what that that's what let uh, George, kinda, George and Lewis get in striking range at the end. Oh, yeah. I think they ended up being like, three or four seconds off um, towards at the end of the race. But Sergio, I think he just took that corner too deep on like really old tires and yeah, uh, he lost a lot of time there, but he was already way ahead of the Mercedes. So like they ended up not being able to catch him. But uh, you know how at the beginning, yeah. I think maybe episode two or three came, we were talking about everyone's got to kind of have a driver. Yeah. And I was leaning towards Sergio. I think I'm, I might have to go with that. Yeah. Dude, He's, I haven't bet, I haven't bet on him in a few weeks, but I would have made money back. You would have, yeah. I mean, Sergio is that guy, man. He's, yeah. I mean, first off, he's dope. He's funny, and he's a good ass driver, and he's got a good ass car this year, and he's yeah. a little bit of an underdog, which is always fun. And I, I like that. Yeah, I think. Um, I wonder what the. the... Go ahead. No, I say it's just it's just between that or like. I I mean. Lewis, but like everyone loves Lewis, so I I gotta pick somebody else, you know. And I think True. Danny's got George Russell, anyways, right? Yeah, yeah. Danny's got George locked up. All right. Yeah, yeah maybe I'll get myself one of those hats. <laughs> Which is uh, speaking of George, I I was gonna say it's interesting. I'm gonna be interested to see what his salary is like, or even his odds are like compared to Lewis for this yeah. next next weekend because. I don't know. Like We're I was saying, I think... episode in between that, right? Where we can talk yeah. about odds. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. Look at them right now. I feel like they're all probably just. No. Whack and... They they probably won't even have that many different like right. wagers and stuff yet. Yeah. 
But um, yeah, I think, uh, like I was saying, I think Mercedes is going to be really strong or they're going to be powering up. So I feel like a good strategy is going to be maybe going a little bit more in on Mercedes. But who was, um, who was the first car to retire in this race? Oh, was it Vettel? No, oh, it must have been Science. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Man, if you, I bet, if you had I put... Bet, I bet on it, money on Aston Martin to be the first car to retire. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. the second, though. If, if you were to put money on Carlos, I think I looked at those odds before. It was like plus like 2,000 or two and a half. For, yeah. Ferrari, I think Ferrari's was plus 2,400 to be the yeah. first car to retire. Yeah, that was that's how Aston Martin at plus five hundred. Yeah, that was a good that was a good bet actually. I would have taken that too. Yeah, that's a yeah that the disaster for Carlos obviously based on the odds and everything. Man, I didn't um, look at I didn't I wonder what the odds too were for George Russell to beat Lewis Hamilton because I took that a few weeks ago. Oh yeah, and it was pretty like the odds were pretty high on that. So I wonder what it was this I, time around. I also put uh, money on Charles to win the constructors or the drivers uh, drivers championship, like way before. Um, I think I got it at plus three hundred or something. I, this was before even the yeah, first race. It's yeah. probably not even. It's not probably even positive anymore, right? It's probably no, definitely bad. not. Probably. He's but like double the next guy. I think he's double. George I'll be interested. Sure. I'll be interested to see. Uh, it, like it shows me the option to like cash out, but it's always been going up. I think. I put it, I put it in fifteen dollars I think and like right now it's like twenty something if I cash yeah, up right. but yeah. yeah fuck that definitely riding that went to the end at this point. I yeah. mean he's got such a such a big lead it's for what forty four points over Russell yeah right forty four over Russell and like fifty something over Max who is probably like his true contender yeah, yeah. so yeah which over you know we 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 didn't talk about um the porpoising between the Ferrari and uh, that was going on this weekend. I, I don't know. I'm just a whole I'm, that that does worry me about the Ferrari. Maybe like later in the season, like especially like the fatigue that it could have on the drivers. I think yeah. I, I feel like I, that honestly is maybe kind of what happened to Carlos. And it's not what happened to Carlos, but I think he might be more uncomfortable with it than Charles. Maybe I don't know. That's like totally speculation. But the purposing was just absolutely awful this weekend. Yeah, it looked pretty bad. <clears throat> and, That's why Mercedes which, gets even more scary. If that doesn't... Well, the crazy thing is that the Ferrari purposing was bad, but the <laughs> the Mercedes purposing was even fucking worse somehow. Yeah. Like but somehow the, they the, still managed to hold it together, right? Like that's, yeah. that's what's been. I feel like they've just been dealing with it more than exactly. Ferrari has, so they're already like used to it, and if it gets fixed even a little bit for Mercedes, it's they're like, oh, this is fantastic, you know. They're yeah, used to that, it at this point. It's scary. And what the the Ferrari porpoising is like it's like fast as like boom 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 boom, you know, like as they're going down the straight. And I was like, holy shit, that's so bad. And then they would show like Lewis, and you can see it, it really good because he has like that neon helmet now. Yeah. And that's the Mercedes is going down the straight, his head is like bum, 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 bum. like it's like just as bad, but like three times as fast. I'm like, holy shit. That how do you even see at all? Yeah. Yeah. That that looks awful. Um, okay, well, any closing thoughts on the race? How do we feel about it? How how, how do you we, how would you rank it uh, among the three races so far? 
I mean, I think it was just really, I think it was really cool to see Charles just put on a fucking clinic for them. Like, I agree. I I think that was just, it was really, really nice to see that. I personally, I'd say I put it last so far. I think I'd go Saudi Arabia, then Bahrain, and then Australia. Just, I mean, the first two races, like I said, and the observations were just fucking so fire. Uh, Absolute bangers. So much entertainment. Well, what about you, Drew? Would you agree with that? I, I agree with that. This one was the most unexpected, I think. I think yeah, that a lot of crazy this stuff. Just, this one just had a lot of things that happened that people definitely did not think were going to happen. So makes me feel better about losing my bets, too. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that they changed, uh, changed the track and everything. Because and, I think Australia is kind of notoriously a not-so-interesting track. Uh, not very many overtakes and stuff, but it seems like the changes really didn't help much. And they yeah. took that DRS zone out. Out, yeah, yeah, like like twenty minutes before uh, FP three, um, which is interesting. But who knows if that would would have helped at all? Honestly. They said it was a safety thing, right? Is what they yeah said. okay. <clears throat> they said some of the drivers like race concerns about it. I think, but no. I mean, who knows? Any yeah, it was a good race though, but. Anyways, I think that's uh, wraps up our episode for today. Next week, we'll hopefully be back on Sunday, I think, is the plan to be releasing these episodes now. Uh, so we'll be back next week with, I think we'll maybe we'll do the preview for the race or maybe we'll try and get a little bit closer. I don't know. We'll see what how it turns out. Um, but yeah, we'll be back next week on Sunday at least for sure. Um, but anyways, that's it from us you know follow us on wherever you're listening you know leave a good review if you can uh follow us on tiktok and twitter at fake friendos but yeah that's been us thank you for listening we'll catch you all next time see y'all in a week goodbye belgium later guys <laughs>